What's going on there, everybody? Welcome to Ask a Catholic Dude. It's that show where you ask that Catholic dude, me, that dude, anything having to do with the Catholic Church, Scripture, Tradition, the Faith, whatever. Uh, feel free to drop me a line at any time. And I'm going to kind of pick up on the whole interview thing I've been doing lately. If you guys look back in the recent podcasts, I attended the Focus Fellowship of Catholic University Student Conference last week. It was an awesome week, and I've already put up a couple interviews so far. And I'm going to take a break from those interviews real quick. I actually got to talk to a really interesting person today um, for a uh, essay I'm doing in uh, my diocesan magazine. And it was really interesting, you know, the things he was saying. And uh, it's going to be a little choppy when I put it on there because, like, you know, I recorded them and then we stopped. And it's like, oh, wait, you can add this too. Like, oh, wait, uh, oh, let me record this again. And it's like, oh, wait, no, we can add this too. <laughs> you know, record a little bit more and stuff. So uh, I apologize if uh, what you hear is a little, you know, just a little out of whack. But I think the stuff that he's saying is really solid. His name is Father Thomas Loya. He is an Eastern Catholic priest. And if you're unfamiliar with Eastern Catholicism, uh, look back in the episodes tab, either on Anchor FM or just on the podcast page, wherever you're looking, uh, if you're on Apple or iTunes or uh, Google Play, just go ahead and scroll down a few months, you'll see uh, a show I did on Eastern Catholicism, uh, real quick overview, very, very quick, um, there are 24 different ways to be Catholic, uh, Roman Catholicism or Latin Catholicism is the most common but there are 23 Eastern Catholic churches, um, and they are all in union with the Pope. All believe the the, the same things. All have seven sacraments. Uh, Catholics of any church or any rite can go to the other one as, as much as they see fit. There's just very uh, not very well in some cases very, but you know different liturgical traditions, maybe different practices, but all the uh, all the basics are there, and the all the Catholic churches are communing each other with the Pope as their head, head of the Universal Catholic Church. So, Father Thomas Loya is a Byzantine Rite priest of the Methinian Catholic Church um, in the Eparchy of Parma, and he is just a treasure trove of knowledge. I mean, he knows everything. He's a, a real expert on uh, theology of the body, for instance, uh, Saint, by Pope St. John Paul II. You can check out his writings on a variety of topics over at taborlife.org it's like Mount Tabor Mount Tabor where uh, transfiguration happens so it's T-A-B-O-R life.org definitely check that out taborlife.org um, but the, the article that I'm doing is you know kind of on the Eastern Catholic churches and why we need to you know as Latin Catholics or even if you aren't Catholic at all and you all you know about is uh, all you know is a Roman Catholic you're like, what the heck is an Eastern Catholic? What's a Byzantine Catholic? What's a Syriac Catholic? You know, these are things that maybe you've just never been exposed to. So Father Tom is going to talk a little bit about that. And we'll hand it over to him. Let him kind of explain what's going on. And again, I apologize for the choppiness a little bit. It's in three sections pretty much. And I'll just, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll just let it go as it is. Um, but like I said, treasure trove of info and... I think that he can explain these things a little bit better than I can. So, I'm going to turn it over to Father Tomoya. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Catholic Dude.
the first question would be, St. John Paul said in Ut Unum Sint that the church must breathe with her two lungs. What does he specifically mean by that? It means that the church basically developed over the centuries along two fundamental expressions, although there are many rights in the church. It basically is two fundamental uh, complementary expressions, an Eastern approach and a Western approach. Same belief, same faith, but approached through uh, a kind of an Eastern perspective and a Western perspective. And this is a uh, this was determined by where the church spread, where it developed, whatever culture it was in. If it went east, it developed the character of the Eastern culture or the Eastern mentality and spirituality. And if it went west, it developed the Western mentality. And this is um, this is uh, a matter of. Uh, Basically, of, of, of emphasis, perspective, not not a fundamental belief. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then just the last question I want to ask you: If you had a chance to talk to Latin Catholics who are just completely unfamiliar with you know the the various Eastern Catholic churches, particularly particularly your Byzantine Catholic Church, what are one or two things you would absolutely want them to know about you and other Byzantine Catholics? that we are small, very small, for the most part in comparison to the Latin Rite. Uh, not in every part of the world, but in most parts of the world, we're very, very, very small. And that's why we're, the Latin Rite Catholics do not know about us. Mm-hmm. But it's important for them to understand that bigger is not necessarily better or the only way. Just because something is small does not mean it it is insignificant. Mm -hmm. For example, how big is a computer chip that runs a power plant or your car? You know, Uh, you know how big is a how big is a little kidney stone that can uh, take even a football player down? You know, how big is a virus or a germ? You know, Um, how you know sometimes, many times, uh, the most incredible things in life are small. Mm -hmm. So. That's the first thing, is that because we're small, we are not lesser mm-hmm. or less significant or, or, or that we're uh, not the real way or the normal way, the valid way, right. that we may be smaller, but we're just as valid and ancient as the Latin rite. Right. And uh, also, it's important for Latin Rite Catholics, as St. John Paul II said in his Oriental Lumen and uh, Unum Sint uh, documents, two of them, mm-hmm. uh, that they should learn about the Eastern churches uh, for two reasons, to be enriched by them and also to work towards unity because uh, there's unity. There's a, you know, of course, there was a great schism mm-hmm. in the church of 1054 AD between what is now the Orthodox churches and the Latin Rite Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And that's a, terrible, and that's the worst um, scandal in the church, and it's gone on for a thousand years, it's uh, it's wrong, it shouldn't be, it should be healed, and one of the best ways to heal that is to come to understand and know each other better, right. and uh, also the Eastern churches, the Eastern spirituality, has the it's sort of, I call it the, right now, the round peg in the round hole in the soul of Western civilization. Hmm. 
In other words, what, what the East can offer at this point in time to the West would be, I think, a very a, a healing balm. You know, it would be the round peg would fit into the round hole in the soul of, of Western, uh, the West, modern Western world. I'm not saying we're superior or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that there is a particular need in Western civilization right now. There's, there's a hole in the soul of Western civilization. And for all of its other merits, there, there is a, a hole there. And that hole needs to be filled, healed. And the East has what could heal and fill it. So that's another reason why it's imperative for people to learn about the East. Right. Okay.